from the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. hey You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. Got a tailgate orange wheat today. I don't think I've had this one. No, I don't, I don't think I have either, but I'm excited about it. It seems... It's uh, very refreshing. Very good. That's a good sitting by the pool beer. I feel like I've just... Uh... You know, I'm I'm cleaning up the house, and I just tilted up that bottle of orange pledge. Finally, yeah. I'm calling it. You know, <laughs> it is good. I, I do enjoy it. I <clears throat> I like orange in the beer. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not overbearing. Yeah, but tailgate does such a great job with that too. Taking a flavor that can normally be overstated in a beer and almost making it understated in the right way where it still tastes like there. I mean, their peanut butter milk stout, yeah, for example. I love that one. It's, you know, it's, you tell people it's like, it's peanut buttery, but it's also still a beer. You know, it yeah. doesn't just taste like you're dr- drinking a gallon of, of peanut butter. Yeah. A lot of other places, they like want to make that, you know, that, that unique flavor, the, <clears throat> the standpoint where it's like, oh, right. that's all you're getting. Where tailgate, it's like, it's there, you know, it's there, right. but it's still, you, it's, you can still tell this is a beer I'm drinking. We're a beer, right. We're we're beer drinkers, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, we like the taste of beer, you know? So, I mean, ch- kind of changing that up. Like I don't want a fruity drink cause I want that, you know, that hoppy, that kick to, yeah. to my, my drink. So tailgate always does a fantastic job. If you're listening out there, tailgate shout out. Yeah. Uh, not, you hashtag know, not a sponsor up? yet. Hashtag <laughs> want to be a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today we've got, uh, we are resuming our segment of tank rebuild future and push. <laughs> We've got our games of the week. We've got a story about a mafia cooking show, and we've got uh, uh and we're gonna answer some internet, yeah, we're gonna answer some internet questions. Uh, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show, and download and comment on the show. Uh, we'll if if you leave a nice little uh, comment, and uh, we'll read it out, and you'll get a shout out on the show. Uh, but how are you this week, bud? Uh, doing well, man. We got got a Preds game, a couple Preds games coming up, so that's uh, that's always fun. Just uh, celebrated my sister's birthday. Nice. Um, so that was, that was great. It was, you know, she turned 21 last year and obviously not a lot going on in March, mid March of, you know, 2020. Yeah. Uh, so we were just calling this the, uh, you know, her 21st birthday, first anniversary. Yeah. So 21 uh, part B. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like electric boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, 21 and so, uh, we, you know, we had a, we had a real good time played, uh, boatload again do we got to get into some of these a boatload of like just like you know like little coin gambling games and yeah. stuff like some poker dice and they have this horse racing game that's really fun yeah so spent spent most i mean had a good weekend 
gambling you know yeah, i mean yeah you know, I, had a good, uh, I had a good day last night uh the uh the elite eight game the first set of elite eight games yeah i mean and and, and it was unfortunate for you for being out of out of town i mean obviously you could have set your your picks for the first round but then after that yeah. i mean you there was no option I so I, I, I did all right i did about 60 percent on those while i was out of town but i wanted to i think i i texted you two bets and i think the one you tailed lost the right, one you faded right one. i faded one right exactly <laughs> i should have i should have flip-flopped them um, you know, that first weekend uh, of games killed it on Saturday, the Saturday set of games, man. I straight killed it. And then Sunday hits and I did not do as hot on yeah. Sunday. It was, you know, I went about even with how much I killed it on. I mean, you know, that always hurts yeah. to, uh, to be, to be doing so well and you're feeling everything. You're like, Oh, I'll take this. Boom. It hits. Yeah. Oh, I'll take this. Boom. It hit. And then all of a sudden it's just like, all right, buddy, your luck is your <laughs> luck is done. Please leave. Keith is like, get out of here. <laughs> a boy, Keith. But yeah, I just got back into town. Uh, you know, we took last week off. Not for you fans, though. You guys had a, a show. Uh, we recorded two in one day. Uh, when wife and I went out to the Dominican Republic, it was uh, it was an amazing time. You know, every, everything was pretty safe. The only part that wasn't super quote unquote COVID safe was immigration uh, going the customs going into the DR. It was packed. Now they did have. So basically you dirty immigrants were messing <laughs> yeah. up Dominican Republic. Now they, you do have to have a COVID test before you go. And you did. And they did have like cameras in when you come in the building that like senses your heat and stuff and they'll pull you aside. <sighs> Bro, I yeah. get pulled aside so many times. So hot. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm just so hot. They're like, sir, you don't even have a temperature. Well, the thing <laughs> is like they have to have that type because like you get out there and it's already like 80 degrees and you're in a building without AC. So all of, you're already sweating. You've been right. on a plane for like six, seven hours. So I'm sure the average temperature always, is always way, is already way higher than it's supposed to be. Right. Well, I mean, you know, your body regulates yeah. that heat. That's the, the point. We're yeah. warm blooded. We don't go based off the, yeah, that we're not cold blooded animals, Bobby. <laughs> but uh, but I did like when you there's a point line where you can look over and look at the monitor, and I forget that they use Celsius. So I'm like, wow, we're all really cold in here. Oh, wow, it's uh, you it's know, like 20 degrees. Why is it? Why am I, sir? I, I need medical attention, sir. <laughs> please, I'm a zombie. please, please help me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was a good time. Uh, drank a crap ton of Presidente, only beer on the island. Uh, but yeah, so uh, let's get into uh, let's get into some news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right. Start off here at home. The Preds are in a playoff picture as of now. Five in a row for them as of recording. Seven uh, seven out of the eight uh, of the last games are wins. Two games uh, against the Stars and one against the Hawks before this episode releases. Uh, I'm sorry, before next week's uh, this, I'm reading off the uh, fantasy doc right now. Uh, so they've got a game tonight against the stars and be, that'll be played before. Uh, but yeah, they're looking good, man. These last two weeks, yeah. they quickly <clears throat> went from a team that looked like they were just, I mean, they weren't going to be as bad as Buffalo, but they were looking well, rough. It's hard to be as bad as Buffalo yeah. is, uh, is looking. I mean, Buffalo's worse than the Seattle Kraken. Speaking of, I got the new Seattle Kraken shirt on. Uh, Uncle Dennis up in Seattle sent me this. Uh, you know, he's not a listener to the show, I don't think. But I mean, you know, maybe if he hears he's got a shout yeah. out. Dennis, man, get on the show. I mean, I feel like as payment for that shirt. Get him hooked on the show. Yeah, boom, fair yeah, trade. The problem with that is, is then I'll owe him for the shirt and also for getting him hooked on this show. So I mean, yeah. I just can't, I can't handle that kind of debt on my life. So, but uh, yeah, so I really do appreciate it. It's really dope. So yeah, um, the Blues are not 
Uh, apparently they are. When I wrote this, I for some reason, I think what happened was I was on Hockey Reference, and I think they. You were you were wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. I that. also did this. I think I might have done this like two days ago, and I think something. I think they like the winning percentage changed for another maybe, team. Maybe maybe by the time it comes out, yeah, they won't be in the playoffs. They won't picture. be, and then you will be. You would be right. Which I mean, I believe they've lost five straight at home. They are not. They are looking bad. And I remember at the beginning of this month, I was riding them saying they are going to be bad like they are and you were like you no. haven't said you haven't said anything for a while and i think that's why they've gotten bad but <laughs> when you were saying stuff they were just winning <laughs> games left it's and one right of those so. things where i mean i've been saying it for the last 10 years eventually i'll be right right you just keep it's saying like, it. it's like when max kellerman keeps saying tom brady's gonna fall off a right cliff. that's what I'm i mean saying. one of these days i mean it's been 10 years but one of these days he'll fall off a cliff if you just keep saying it <laughs> yeah. there will be a point where tom brady is no longer playing football in the nfl is maybe. There maybe. I, no, I mean, but if yeah. I keep saying it, eventually it's going to happen. Be yeah. like, bro, I called it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be celebrating our 90th birthday. Somehow we made it to 90 and we'll be talking about how Tom Brady just won another Super dude Bowl. Dude will just, dude will be 120 just out there. You know, he's won his, yeah. he's won his 36. By then the NFL will allow half cyborgs. And he's, he's won, yeah. he's won a, won a Super Bowl with every single team in the yeah. league at that point. So, uh, so yeah, uh, blues are not looking good, man, but I mean. It's it's what we talk about. I just don't know that anybody is going to be able to step up to the plate in that division. I mean, the Coyotes are one point right back. There. I mean, they're right there. That's the great thing with you know late season hockey is that if you surge at the right time, anybody can sneak in. And listen, I, Predators I, are in the playoff. Yeah, I, listen, I think the Blues, <laughs> by, just by the sake of that of that division, they'll make it. But I mean, they would need to step something up. And like I said two three weeks ago, I mean. They the the they're they've got the injury bug. Their goaltending is straight garbage. So I I don't see them doing anything. I'm okay with that. Uh, Aaron Ekblad out for the season with a that was a that was a rough was a video rough, to watch. Yeah, I didn't even watch the video um, because I you know yeah for I've, I've heard that it was rough. I mean it was pretty immediate. Twelve weeks surgery. Yeah. He's done for the done for the year. That sucks for the Panthers who were looking really they, strong. Yeah. Uh, you hate to see that for them, and but I mean, more more in particular, you hate to see that for a guy like Ekblad. I mean, this is going to be a rough injury. Yeah, that he to was come back pie, from, he was so. in the Norris conversations. Yeah, yeah, and I and I couldn't remember if I I I, I was confusing him with Barkov, and I was like, I think yeah, because I, I personally yeah. I was like, you know, obviously I feel bad for the guy, but dude is going to ruin my midseason award. I, but I, it was Barkov. Yeah, that I, I had, confused so. him with that too when I heard that. Like the third thing I thought was like, yeah. Ugh. Well, no, I was like, oh, that really sucks for Brandon. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. It definitely so, wasn't the first two things I thought, but it was in up there. But hopefully everything, uh, everything works out and he, he gets, gets healthy. Uh, I mean, Panthers are still looking okay. They're, I mean, not that they've played a lot without him, but I mean, I don't think that this is necessarily, if they continue to play the way they have been playing, I don't know that this is necessarily the end to any type of run we may see from them. So, yeah, I think um, where they would be feeling it is in the playoffs. Yeah, now, that's for sure. the kind of that he's a game changer that you need him in a seven game series to step up, uh, you know, and that's that's also one of my biggest things with the Preds. You know, we, we have this influx of young guys. The question is, will those young guys perform in the playoffs when we need right. them to? And, you know, maybe I mean, we've seen with the Preds that, you know, we've seen Colton Sissons perform in the playoffs. We, we've seen Kevin Fiala perform in the Colin playoffs. Wilson. Yeah. I mean, that's the only time the guy performed with <laughs> yeah. the playoffs. Um. But all right, let's move on to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. 
March Madness. The Final Four is almost upon us. What are your thoughts uh, about the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight? Yeah, man. Uh, Sweet 16 was super fun. Uh, we've only seen, as of recording, there's only been two games on the Elite Eight. Uh, <clears throat> but so we know two of our Final Four teams, Baylor and Houston. But man, there was some good basketball in the uh, in the Sweet 16, and there was some not good yeah. basketball. I uh, I uh, I had first game of the first game of the weekend. I had a seventy dollar free bet from a, a a promo from William Hill. Right before the game started, I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm gonna toss this seventy dollar free bet on the first half under of Loyola. And um, and Oregon State, and I think it was like fifty four and a half, a pretty low number. I felt like I, I think I could have got it if it was like thirty. It was yeah. that was such a bad half of basketball, yeah. dude. That was so. It was you know even playing and and having the under, it was gut wrenching to yeah. watch. It was it was rough. Uh, I mean Oregon State, you know, pulled it off. Uh, what a what a great story! Obviously, they lost last night, but but a, a, a you know just fighting to get in. You always love those little stories there. I mean, you know, Oral Roberts. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call them what uh, what people online are calling them. Uh, <laughs> you can use your imagination. Uh, my mom was calling them the dental school. <laughs> or, Oral Richards. I really wish that we would have got Oral Roberts Colgate so we could have the <sighs> dental bowl. You know, like, uh, oh, this is the battle right here. Um, Yeah, I mean, Arkansas, I mean, that was such a close game. I obviously benefited the the most with, uh, I think, Arkansas winning. I think I had them in a couple of uh, different things. But uh, but Oral Roberts, I, I, I threw a little bit of money on them, on them just to, you know, just to have it. What a close battle. What a what a great, great basketball game. Uh, any of those matchups really surprise you? I'll be honest. I mean, since I was on vacation, the only game I actually watched, I watched a Michigan game while I was out, and I watched. I went to a bar there and watched Maryland-Alabama, which was, you know, yeah, it was sad to see, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I Maryland basketball hasn't been great in a while, uh, and Alabama was looking good. Yeah. Um, well, the I mean, the buzzer beater from Alabama against UCLA I think that was I, I can't, if, if I'm remembering the stat correctly. I think it's the first time like a buzzer beater that went into overtime and the team that didn't buzzer beat won, uh, and they won. Ended up winning by ten points pretty handily. UCLA, uh, I mean, that's going to be a force tonight against Michigan. I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm thinking Michigan's going to win, but I would not be surprised if UCLA goes out there and wins that basketball. Michigan game. is just, I mean, listen, Michigan's been looking good though. I mean, they, they, but they've also Michigan has won me easily the most amount of money this entire tournament. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's I'm sticking to my guns. I mean, Gonzaga is just looking outright yeah. ridiculous right now. Uh, I mean, the USC Oregon game. USC went out there and pretty much slaughtered Oregon. I mean, Baylor handled Villanova pretty. I mean, it was started out like a really close game, and then they kind of, kind of walked away with it yeah. towards the end. There. I think what happened. I think what a lot of people get confused on, or not confused on, but lost in, is that listen. And we were talking about it before the show. Cinderella stories are great. Everyone loves a Cinderella story. You'll get Cinderella stories up into the Elite Eight. You're not going to see many Cinderella stories past the Elite Eight because once you get to the Elite Eight, that's when these 
good teams, the Baylor, Houston, Gonzaga, that's when they start showing up. Now, sure. yeah, it's happened. It well, will happen. But the now Michigan UCLA, that's not even really a Cinderella story to me. That's well, a, that's yeah. it's going to be a good game. UCLA UCLA is an 11 seed because they had a horrendous yeah. end of year. Yeah, and I'm not saying like, listen, when I say Cinderella, I'm talking about like the Loyola's or the Oral Roberts. Those are the teams where, yeah, you know what? Ride them into the Sweet 16, but don't put a lot of don't be putting money on them. And I was in surprised. Or Sweet 16, like. I, Honestly, uh, of the Sweet 16 matchups, I think I was most surprised at how handily Houston handled Syracuse. I was thinking Syracuse was... You weren't uh, big on Houston from the very beginning. I wasn't. And I, I, was, and I, I was big on them. And now, listen, it was a closer game than I, than I thought it would be last night. But they, I mean, and they, they, they looked good. They had a good, pretty good run there for a bit where they yeah, looked good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to eat my words. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say that they wouldn't yeah. be bad. I mean, they would be yeah, bad, but still- I just didn't think that they would be as good. And they've looked, you know, they, they. Now, I don't think they'll be able to keep up with Baylor or Gonzaga or, but, you know. We'll- no, Baylor, Baylor looks, looks just too good uh, right now. Uh, Gonzaga just looks yeah. too good. I couldn't, I, I don't realistically see it being anything other than a Gonzaga versus Baylor. Uh, championship game. Me either. I mean, but you know, that's this time of year. We, I mean, it could absolutely, yeah. absolutely be UCLA, uh, UCLA, Houston. Yeah. You what's, know? Your, what's your best bracket looking like? Um, I, I think in my best bracket Mine's that I have, looking good. my best bracket that I have is in in the the pucks out group. Mine too. Um, I am sitting in that at tenth now. I'm key. I continue to drop. I have a. 1240 max available on one yeah. and then i have an 1130 max my, available uh, on my, the other so my, not great my Bob. best on um, both of mine and i we that's a you we have a two max we actually got a good amount of people we got about 22 entries on that so i'm assuming each person so we have about 12 people and there are 11 people in there um i've got both of mine are at 600 points but one's at 840 max and one's at 1320 max yeah so um what's your what's your worst bracket look like um, I don't, I didn't do like a whole boatload. I think I only did three, uh, question. My um, worst bracket has 520 points. So, so. the percentage and the, the middle number, the PCT, is that percentage or is that percentile? Like I think what percentile you're, probably, of people in you're in the, in? probably in the, per, what percentile you're okay, in. Okay. That's what I was very confused about. Cause like, for example, I had one with Tennessee winning and all just, I, just fuck around. It's, uh, er- 390 <laughs> points. It's actually got a little uh, ice cube next to it because I was ice cold. 15% yeah. uh, and th- 390 max points. But my uh, highest percentile one is when I is my uh, one called Crab Cakes and Three Pointers, uh, where I had I'm uh, where it looks like yeah I had uh, Maryland winning it all. But you know so that well, that, that died pretty quick. Well, and the problem was one of the ones I had in the pucks out group. I was straight dominating on day one. On one of those, I missed two picks, and I was looking real good. It had, you had the ice cube. I had the little fire, dude. I, yeah. I was hot, and then it, that's kind of dropped off since. So, yeah. But all right, yeah. I mean, in one of those, I got the for, I got the the bubble teams wrong. I had Texas in. On I was I was laughing because I was like, haha, these fools think they're getting our target gift card, and it looks as if <laughs> yeah. as if somebody will. So, yeah. well, I mean, I don't know. Well, let's look at the. Ma- I mean, the max points available. We we could uh. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, seen, unfortunately yeah. the max points available right now. I think we have the guys that are ahead have some similarities. We got a yeah. lot of Gonzaga. We do have our top scorer right now has Illinois, and he has an Illinois winner. So yeah. that that's uh, that's good. But then <clears throat> besides that, everybody still has somebody in, uh, except for you who has Ohio State uh, <laughs> in one. Uh, we only have one, two. 
We have a bunch of Illinois and we have a West Virginia and a North Carolina, but a lot of Gonzaga's, a lot of Baylor's, yeah. uh, Michigan in there. Yeah. So, uh, so I am not not hopeful. I mean, you know, I want I want some. I I, I let them win, and yeah. you know, I just wanted you to be engaged with our podcast. Yeah. But all right, uh, Vanderbilt earmarks a historic three hundred million dollars for athletics, primarily going to football and basketball. This was an article on The Athletic, I believe, by Joe Rexroad. I'll have to verify that in a minute. Um, but pretty much $100 million is coming from the school and $200 million is coming from boosters. This is the largest endeavor they've ever taken. Okay. And it's actually one of the larger endeavors uh, in the SEC. Like, you know, usually, like, you see this amount of money over a course of, like, five or six years. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt's putting well, this all in at one year. The difference is, is that every other school in the SEC has spent, over the last five years, at least $300 million. So, I mean, yeah, yeah they're like, we're putting this in. Well, it's like, yeah, but you haven't for the yeah, last 30 years. and that's what a lot years. of people are saying is that $300 million, that, that's great. That's great for the No, That's right. great for it's a lot of things for, for that program. You're still not going to, that's not catching you up to other schools. Like, they're saying, like, <clears> there are people saying that this will, this will get them past teams like Mississippi State. No, it will not. It will not. No, no, they were saying like the money that this will get them past the small, but this won't get them past the the teams that they like. Well, this won't get them past Tennessee. It won't get them past uh, probably won't even. They were saying we'll probably won't even get them past Arkansas. Like spending money, though, is not. I'm talking about the quality of the uh, things on campus. Same thing. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm saying. It's. It's still, you got to remember the type of school you are. You have to almost change your image completely to come in and look like yeah. a, like a Stanford type, of, Notre type Dame, of team. Like, Notre Dame. Or they're not an Ivy League school, are they? Technically, Notre Dame is in the Ivy League. Okay, yeah. Just like Duke, I, I just like Duke is in basketball. Like Duke is in basketball. Duke is a, in that, it's not, so there's an Ivy League and then there's the I, Ivy League Conference. And that's what people kind of confuse. There are teams, well, right, there are I'm saying, are, yeah. is a school an Ivy League yes. school? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's why, so I, I, I was not aware that, the, that Notre Dame was, but, but yeah, exactly what you're saying though, to be a competitive, you know, because I mean, to bring in athletes, you got a you got a certain level that you have to be able to hit academically, and it it is going to take. I mean, obviously, that is the step in the right direction. That's been the biggest problem of Vanderbilt is that they're not willing to put in the money, and it's good that they're they're showing that initiative. But let's not act like you know one year of finally doing something that you're supposed to do covers the last forty years of do you doing yeah. nothing for your yeah. program. So I do want to correct one thing I said. There are over the past two decades, people the term Ivy League has been changed. Originally, it was it's it's the eight Ivy League schools that are like its own little thing. But people are but now they're saying that to be Ivy League, you have to be one of the top twenty academic schools in the country. And it's like a private, uh, yeah. So well, yeah. So Notre Dame is actually. As far as academic, just academic not uh, schools, they actually rank above six schools in the quote unquote Ivy League spectrum. So nowadays, yes, they are considered Ivy League school for the for for yeah. all you know for all. Yeah, it was no argument. Yeah. Well, just I just because if people uh, you know listen, they're like, well, it's not one of the eight Ivy Leagues. It's like, all right, well, yeah. well, we don't care. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. we're, drink, we're, we're drinking we're orange drinking wheat, orange oh. <laughs> orange wheat beer, smack talking Vanderbilt right yeah. now, you know, and uh, hopefully. You know, when we get hit by the KGB, yeah. Hopefully, a Vanderbilt doctor <laughs> doesn't take care of me because he's listening to the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad for it. It seems like a gr- a perfect opportunity for Vanderbilt to really beef these two sports yeah. up. I mean, you're right in the middle of Nashville. <clears throat> this is where yeah. 
you know, this is where the uh, SEC conference yeah. championship is held. And, and with the and with the absolute train wreck that has been UTK as of late, now is your time to shine. You have because you've got yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna be on the same level as UTK for long. UTK is a program that will get its shit together eventually. Right. Brick by brick might take thirty years, but they'll get they'll get they'll make a wall. But at the same time, like they need to take a look at schools like Duke and even Stanford, like. It can be done. You can be an academic powerhouse and also be great at Agreed. a sport. I absolutely now I get agree. they're good at baseball, but at the same time, like you need to be big at football. Basketball, I am, you know, man. like, like that's, that's that's great that they're great at baseball, but we know that's not what sells yeah. program. I mean, you know, as I, I yeah. I'm happy that they're great at baseball. And, and part that's of the article, not what I'm saying part of the all. article was the athletic director pretty much said that they. For the longest time, they didn't really care about the optics, but now they they want to change the optics. They want to change the light. They want to change the cold. They, it, it honestly, what I what I read read much like when Ron Rivera went to Washington. Mm-hmm. Change of culture. The culture needs to change. Well, right. When, but and we, we saw. And now, listen, it's apples and oranges. Pro and college. <clears> but when Ron Rivera came in and said he was going to change the culture, a lot of amount of people believed him. We, I think we can well, both the, agree. They, he changed the culture of that team. The biggest the thought process. The biggest. I, I agree. The biggest problem with Vanderbilt is we've heard this before. Yeah, you've they've said this before. You know, like pumping three hundred dollars yeah. in. It, you know, or three hundred three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what they pump yeah. in. Yeah. Um, you know, pumping three hundred million dollars in is a great start, but where? What? You know, what are you spending the money on? How are you pumping yeah. it in? Are you? You know, are you? competing with these other sec now, schools as you one said one of the things that they did that i did like is that before a lot of these programs had like they wouldn't get yeah and so i mean a hundred million of this is coming from the school which is a bit unheard of for that for, you know for vanderbilt so it is nice to see that at least the school there it seems like everyone's finally trying to get on the same page the athletic department the school board uh, you know, the boosters are fr- are getting on back on board. So it, it's interesting to see what the future holds for Vanderbilt. Because, listen, I want Vanderbilt to be good. I think a lot of a lot of Tennesseans, Tennesseans want Vanderbilt to be good. No, I don't think anybody truly hates Vanderbilt because of a rivalry. They just like to hate on Vanderbilt because it's easy pickings to hate on Vanderbilt. I kind of hate Vanderbilt yeah. <laughs> just in general, you know, I mean, but mostly, again, because of what stems from. Their fan base. Yeah. Their fan base doesn't care about Vanderbilt sports. Their fan base cares about other teams being bad, which yeah. I don't like. You know, yeah. like it's and listen, like, Vanderbilt's not my number one team, but at the same time, no, but because I'm not a big fan of UTK, it's always it, I get pleasure in Vanderbilt when Vanderbilt's good, especially when they're just as bad as Tennessee. Good, it's like, ha-ha. Uh, but no, listen, it, it's always fun seeing. Uh, it, it would be nice, especially since we live in Nashville. If we had a, imagine if Vanderbilt just. For one year, is able to squeak themselves in the top twenty-five. How dope that would be to to go to. We'd be able to go to a game. They would actually fill up more than five percent of their stadium. I mean, I don't now. I don't think they're going to squeak in the top twenty-five anytime soon. But even if they were competitive, I mean, because otherwise they're just like a smart Austin P. The way they've been. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I'm I'm with you. I just think that you know, just just saying you're going to spend money doesn't isn't enough for me. I need you to. Got it. Unfortunately, you've not earned the respect. You gotta gotta show us. So, but um, but yeah, that's a that was a, a good topic to to kind of discuss. I think we're gonna move into the tank rebuild future or push. Correct. Yeah. All right. So today we've got the Wild, the Flyers, the Flames, and the Blackhawks. 
Uh, why don't you start us off? You've done yours. I'm going to do mine on the fly. Okay. Uh, I haven't done much research on it, unfortunately, uh, even though it was my, yeah. my segment. I generally do just like a general level of research, yeah. like just in my well, mind. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. I, think. I think I'm going off the eye test, what I've seen recently in the season. But so the wild, uh, what do you got? Yeah, I got push for the wild. They're looking really good. They've got a lot of a lot of good young pieces and, and have added some pieces. They're looking pretty decent this season. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously a potential opportunity for future with some some youth that they have there. But uh, I mean, within their division, I don't I want to say that they have a team that could potentially push a little yeah. further in the playoffs. So um, so, you know, my you know, my thought process that no one necessary rebuilds if, you know, pushing into the playoffs is a part of the is part of the long term option for you or the short term option for you. I think you have to, you know, I think you have to go with that short term choice yeah. if, if it's better than than the long term choice. Yeah. And the so, crazy thing is, so things can change so rapidly. Like if we had done two weeks ago, if we had done the Preds on this, we would have both been doing rebuild. Have we not done the Preds? I thought we, we did might rebuild. have. If we did do the Preds, I'm sure we were both on rebuild. And now it's almost yeah. like, shit, they might be trying. They might be in a push well, situation. And, and, and probably we'll kind of hit the, the next three that I have. I have, a, I have the same answer for all uh, of these with a little bit of caveats in between them. So what do you have? What are you thinking for the wild? See, they're, they're a hard team, but I'm with you. I'm on push. They are... They, they were in that weird spot where yeah. if, they, if they don't push and they're going to be stuck floundering with bad draft picks, just missing either just missing the playoffs or getting kicked out in the first round. So but how different. But and, I mean, and, I, and I, I ask this not to disparage your point, but to just see, I mean, how different is a is pick seven to pick 15 in this in the league it doesn't seem like there's a massive difference i mean but obviously there has to be something because teams certainly want to push hard for that you know for that change of picks i mean so there's got to be something where but no i'll listen i'm with you on push yeah you i mean you got especially in a weird year like this go ahead push get in the playoffs see what happens you've got they've got a good team there they got some good young talent kevin fiala is looking good over there so yeah, Zuccarello's looking yeah. looking pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, I I agree. I, I next agree. up, we've got the Flyers, and listen, I I, I still think you've got to push. I they've been struggling the last couple of weeks, but at the same time, that that core is there. They still have a good team. They need to get back to what they were doing in the beginning of the season. Where they they need to be who we thought they were in the in, in the preseason. I, I'm on push. Yeah, I uh, I'm with you, and I think though. I think your your decision to choose push has been influenced, though, Bobby, uh, because you do not want to get water all well, over you. Are you questioning? Yes. Okay. Your ethics? Yeah, we. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty clear platform Good, of the show. Good, because you should. Because I, yes, I'm 100% biased. <laughs> I feel like that is a. I feel like that's a pretty big basic uh, need to know about this show is that we have no ethics. Okay, so. Uh, no, I, but for mine, I have small rebuild push. Uh, I, so I don't necessarily disagree with you that the push, I mean, the pieces are there. They're a little older. I think that they could stand to bring in some younger pieces. Uh, but I mean, you, they're on the cusp of that playoff spot and they, and, and from what we've seen this year, when they're playing well, it seems that they have the team that could go far in this in in the playoffs. You know that's the problem here is I don't think it's an outright push, uh, but but um, 
but I definitely wouldn't disparage them from from making a push. Uh, I, I'm always for that push as hard as you can because you never know what's going to happen when the when the playoff bell rings. So so yeah, I'm 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 with you, but with some small rebound rebuild because they have some some older pieces that are that are not going to be there for long type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Flames. Uh, why don't you start us off with this one? Uh, yeah, I again similar answer. Rebuild push. Uh, I mean, they're they're right there on that cusp of a, a playoff spot in the Scotia North. That's a really tough division, so it's hard to look at their record right now and say you know they're a bad hockey team when realistically they're just playing the 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 best hockey teams in the league this season, or at least it seems playing within each other. But they definitely have a little bit of work that needs to be done. Um, so I mean, you know, maybe future potentially, but uh, but I definitely have a have a rebuild push option here. That I feel like those two go well to the, get, go well together because you can do both. Uh, you know, you may trade a piece, you may trade a piece here and there to get some future, you know, considerations type of deal, but doesn't necessarily stop you from pushing into the playoffs. So, uh, it's looking tougher and tougher for them to be able to get there though. Yeah. I, uh, this, this team is so inconsistent this year and honestly, they've been like that for a while now and they, they, I think they're going to end up being rebuild. I think they need to build around, you know, it's not going to be a full rebuild. They're not stripping everything away, but they need to build around, you know, guys like Matthew DeChuck and Johnny Gaudreau I think that, you know, last Lindholm, maybe Milan, uh, Milan Luchik, but I think maybe he, it's time for, I don't, I, it's, Tichik. but can't forget Tichik. This, this, this team is so Jekyll and Hyde that something needs to change. Cause it's become win one, lose one, win one, lose three, this whole, I mean, they, they can't get a footing and going, especially, especially in that Northern division that that's a no, you can't do that in that division. It's, it's really, it's really interesting to me the, you know, where would we be at with a lot of these teams if everybody was playing everybody like normal? You know, some teams you just don't match up well with, you know, that's the, that, that's, that's the problem. And, and when you play the same team over and over again, you get to know them, you get to know their tendencies. You're not, you're not playing random teams that inflate your, you know, inflate your stats a little bit. I mean, I think we've seen that from the standings is that they're, is at least at least from what I've really seen, there's no like outright. This team is so far ahead of the other team, uh, other teams in the division. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're we're we got yeah. a close race in all four of these divisions, and I think it's just by, by the nature of like you play a team a lot, you know, you're gonna come out with some. So I, I, I'm. But I'm with you. I mean, the inconsistency shouldn't yeah. be there. I mean, you feel- and the struggles with Jacob Markstrom. It, that's, I mean, I know. Uh, very, in his last very eleven surprising. starts, he's in his last eleven starts, he's four six and one, allowing two point nine one uh, goals against, and has a horrible point eight eight four save percentage. I mean, <clears throat> this. Uh, let's see. When was this written? Uh, yeah. So la- Monday. So uh, for about four days ago from release, he he had to be pulled in the second period. I mean, he's just that you can't. Hmm? Oh, no. So you, you just I, I don't see them 
getting. I think they're going to miss the playoffs. I I think they. I think that would probably be best for them though. Yeah. You know, I don't think they should stop pushing for it just yeah. in case that chance of so, you getting. So I mean, in, this, I'm not saying full rebuild, but I'm definitely like you've got rebuild push. I I, I think they need to stay away from push. I think baby they need, rebuild. They need to not even. They need to do just one step lower. Lower. Keep their main guys. Not clean the house of GM and coach. Get some fresh young players in there and get ready for a three year rebuild. Not one of those long eight year rebuilds. Blackhawks. Uh, Bla- man, Blackhawks are weird. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, they're they again, they're a Jekyll and Hyde team. I think that in the division they're in, they could certainly I mean, the cent the central whatever it's called, the south now could certainly be, you know, I, I think everyone's going to be competing for that fourth spot. If you're not in the top three, you're competing for that fourth, which is obvious. You know, if you're not in the top three, you're competing for the fourth. But I think what I was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, it's I the gotcha. top, I think the top three teams have it locked up and everyone Agreed. else them is they're, they're, they're fighting for that. And I, I think it's going to come between the Blackhawks and the Preds, to be completely honest. I think the stars, <clears throat> you know, with how many games in hand they have could do something, but haven't liked what I've seen from them lately. No, they've looked really bad. I have a rebuild push. It's one of those teams where your your core pieces are able to yeah. push you while you're. I mean, they've been kind of doing yeah. this anyway. Well, yeah, the that's past my problem with saying rebuild is that they they're not really in a position to rebuild. They've been rebuilding. They yeah. have they have the young talent. They've got their veterans. So maybe future push. Yeah. Future yeah, push is more yeah, of an a, accurate yeah, and that's description. why I, I certainly like if they were to do well in the playoffs. To me, that would be a surprise because I thought that they they, they were another year or two away from being the Blackhawks that everyone. <laughs> For hates. sure, but the thing is, when you got a guy like Patrick Kane, yeah, and to bring it, you like, can, yeah. you can. If if you told me right now, season ended and the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup, like it would be a little surprising, but not like I'd be, what? I'd be more angry than surprised, right? Like, yeah, right. I wouldn't be like what yeah. you know, be, one of best players in hockey, uh, hockey plays yeah. like he is. You who, know, who gets to also play with Alex to bring it. Like right. we saw the other night with the Preds, like Alex bring almost. Put that team on his shoulders and Kubelik. marched. In, I mean, and almost some, marched into a win with his two goals. They've got. I mean, I mean, they have a have a f- team for the future. If yeah. we're being honest, so I mean, you know, future push. I mean, I, I would not be surprised to see them push and try to get into that fourth spot because you never know what can happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move into our games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All right. Record update. I remembered it this time. Uh, I'm currently sitting at 25, 24, and 1. Bondo is sitting at 25, 22, and 3. It's real close. You always remember when you have the same amount of wins as me. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and if and it, if it wasn't for this, you know, obviously we skipped last week. We forgot to tweet out our games, which is obviously no problem. But the, the week before, it was looking solid. Obviously, we didn't get to update those completely. But you had a rough week at, at 1 and 4. Uh, and I had a good week at three and two. So it was 21, 23 and one uh, to 22, 20 and three. And then the following week happens and I had a good week at three and two, but it was no match for your four and one week. So uh, neck and neck all season, bro. We've yeah. been we've been battling back and forth. So um, why don't you start us off with your first game of the week on Thursday? Yeah, I have the Habs Senators um, Thursday the 1st. Uh, yeah, Habs Senators on Thursday the 1st at 6 p.m. You know, happy 
Happy April Fool's Day. Uh, this is not a joke. I think the Habs are going to win. They need to kind of come back and and prove themselves again against these sen- this Senator squad. Uh, so I do have the Habs. They need to have a good last stretch to the season if they want that fourth coveted playoff spot in the Scotia North. So, uh, so that is who I have. I, did I say six p.m.? It's at six p.m. If okay. I did. So. <laughs> All right, uh, and a little bit after that game starts, I've got the Preds and the Stars. We will be there that game. Be in attendance. I, uh, I'm going to take the Preds. I personally think that, listen, the Preds are hot right now. So hot right now. I think that they drop tonight's game. We're recording on Tuesday, the fir- their first of two uh, uh, games against the Stars. I think they're going to drop tonight's game, but I think they come back, and uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring event. Well, also. Davey's going to that game tonight, yeah. so, uh, so hopefully they lose this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, for my second game, I believe that no, I, nope. Your game is actually before mine. So. I got Leafs first Jets on Friday at seven p.m. I've got the Leafs, man. They are just they're so good. Uh, I, and listen, I think that they they kind of started stumbling a little bit the last little bit, but I think they're they're back to being the Leafs that they have been all season. Uh, they, they, so I think they beat the Jets. Okay, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that should be a good. I mean, they're still. Winning that, winning that division, yeah. you know. So, uh, so hard to hard to pick against them, honestly. Uh, I have the Blues Avs Friday the second at eight p.m. Your Av or your Blues. Um, I am actually going to take the Avs. Surprisingly, yeah, yeah, they're your Blues, bro. You talk about them so much. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I have the I have the Avalanche winning that game. They have they have been real strong as of late and uh, made a big push from where they were yeah. earlier in this season. Not so imagine. the Blues are just garbage. Well, the Blues beat them in Game One. Well, so what does that that says more about the Avalanche than it does the Blues? Right, which is why I've been talking <laughs> about how the Avalanche you're all high. <laughs> uh, all right, I've got the uh, Wild versus uh, or yeah, I think you're up because you got a 12 p.m. on Sunday. Oh. Yeah, I uh, I I, t- I did what I rarely do. I d- took a double Saturday game, uh, but for my first Saturday game at noon on the third, I have the Red Wings Lightning, and I I think the Trying Lightning stats, huh? The Lightning are well. The I think the last time that these two teams yeah. played, the Red Wings won in regulation. So <laughs> I guess I'm trying <laughs> to pad this down. But no, I I, I just think that. Uh, I just think that the Lightning are getting ready for that playoff push. Although the Red Wings have been playing a lot better hockey as yeah. of late, um, and not looking like a the I mean definitely not the worst team in the in the league. You think they're, still gonna be, think they're still gonna be sellers at the deadline? I mean, what are they selling? I think uh, Bobby Ryan is on the maybe yeah. On the Bobby block. Ryan, if Bobby Ryan wants, you know, if somebody wants Bobby Ryan. Yeah, I would say that they would sell him. They don't have a lot of pieces yeah. that are not young that I would think that they would want to sell. You got that nice new stadium. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They're going to trade their stadium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have the I have the Lightning winning that one. All right. On Saturday at uh, late that night or not late, but it's actually technically me again. Oh, if we yeah, want to yeah, get real, got, yeah. <laughs> I've got the uh, again a, another Saturday game for you guys. Preds Blackhawks, two p.m. Saturday the third. We'll be there. We're going to be there. I can't guarantee that I will watch any of this game. We do yeah, have Lexus Lounge, Lounge t- 
ticket. So we'll be, and we're going with our, we're going with our boys, Davy and Riles. So we'll be uh pretty nice going this Saturday. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I keep, no, I keep confusing one. that. That's a different Lexus Lions game. Yeah. Sorry. Well, sorry, Davy and Riles. If you're listening, you're not going yeah, to this You're one. going to the 13th. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, 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 all right. So uh, coming up after that, or did you say who wins that? I got the Preds winning this actually. So uh be nice. We've both uh have we I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jinx it. I was gonna talk about their their record this year against the Blackhawks. I don't know what their record is this oh, year I against Blackhawks. I thought you were gonna say if we ever seen them beat the Blackhawks, and yeah. I would say, Yeah, we definitely yeah, have. Yeah. We definitely yeah. have. Uh all right, I've got uh on Saturday, I've got the Wild versus the Golden Knights. I think it's gonna be a good matchup in that Western uh division. I think the Golden Knights are going to beat them, though. Honestly, I, I think I, I'm tailing the Wild as far as being a good team, and not you know they're not really playing up to their talent. But I think Golden Knights take this one. Okay. Um, and then why don't you go ahead and do your next yep. one, and then we can. I've got finish Bruins it versus Flyers, and as much as I think the Flyers are going to get back in stride, the Bruins are looking <laughs> good right now. Um, you know, uh, I've obviously, I don't, is Marchand back? Yeah, I know Marchand was gone for a couple games. I, I, I have no idea. That was also the game that I picked on, I did not see uh, that. on Monday. I mean, we're already locked into it. It's tell, already on the tell dock. You what, so sake of brevity, you, you put yours in first. I'll take flyers. I'll change mine right now to flyers since you already picked. We the can, you can do that or we can flip a coin for it. I'll take I mean, flyers, you know, cause okay. I'm riding the flyers okay. anyway for my water bet. Okay. So, you know what? And I, you, but yours, in, you, it was all fair. You, but yours in first. It's my fault for not seeing to them. To be fair. I did pick a game that never actually happened once. And I just, <laughs> I just took the L for it. So I'll take flyers. Okay. Cause here's I the mean, thing. Anything could happen. This I was, year. I was really tossed up on that one too. I, yeah. If I would have, if we would have done the coin flip, I wouldn't have been upset. If I got flyers, it would have been like a fate type of deal. Yeah. So if you win, I mean, fates in your favor. So, yeah. all right, uh, we well, should bet. We should bet on that game, both of us. You bet on the Bruins, and I'll bet on the Flyers. And then, either way, we both win. We don't have a lot of water bets. So you want to make it a water bet as well? Oh, uh, yeah. All right, type it up. Yeah, I'll do a water bet. All right, all right. So, uh, why don't you give us your? Well, you just gave us your last game of the week. It's the same. <laughs> you gave it to us. This games of the week section is very confusing this 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 week with uh, uh, with the order we're going. But I got my last game of the week on Tuesday at nine thirty. I got Sharks versus Ducks. You know, we're, we're seeing so many of the same things, and I don't think we've given you guys enough Ducks yet, which is not a sentence I thought anyone would be saying about hockey. But dude, bro, I know you saw that trailer for the Mighty Ducks show, I, dude. I, it was out, I was out of town when it aired, but I'm going to watch the first episode, I think. Is it so, out? I didn't even yeah, know the first, game yeah, show's the, out. The show's out, yeah. Boom, I'm in. I'm yeah, in I, heard it, I, heard it's, I heard it's decent. Yeah, I mean, uh, my boy Gordon Bombay's in it, so yeah. you're, you're damn right it's decent. <laughs> But all right, that wraps up our games of the week. Uh, we've got a water bet in there this week, so we will keep track of that. Time to move on to our joke of the week. Spoiler, they did. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> Alrighty, we're heading over. I don't know if this happened in Italy or, but a mod, um, a mafia fugitive caught after posting cooking show on the YouTube. Do we know what cooking show it was? Um, no, but I need to find out now. I'm assuming is it still? 
Apparently, uh, t- tell me, please track down Mark Fair and Claude Biart, 53, through the culinary okay. videos he has uploaded. I'm sorry. I'm so, I, I just got to stop you there. That was the worst pronunciation, pronunciation of, of a mafia. There was also a little bit of a cancer. beer burp through there as well. Mafia and Claude Biart. That's what I would have gone with. That was more French than Italian. Well, I mean, Mark the French have a- Claudia Biarte. That was perfect. See, that was what I was looking for. All right. You know, that was what I was looking for. While he carefully hid his face, he failed to disguise his body tattoos. <laughs> like, dude, the one thing they definitely like that you that you probably dude's, never changed. Dude's been to, dude's been to prison probably at least like fifteen times. They've yeah. taken pictures of all of these things multiple times, and he's yeah. like, "Nah, bro." You know what I bet he did? Plus this Gordon you know Ramsay video. He probably did that one this one time when i was 20 years old and i went to a bar and i screwed up and showed him my real id and not my fake id yeah and so he was like i can't let you in i was like why he's like well because it's 21 so what i did was i quickly went home shaved my beard threw on a different shirt went back and he's like the dude's like uh like bringing beer up to the bar and he looks at me and he's like let me see your id and he's like dude you were just in here you didn't (laughs) Because I didn't, because I was wearing, because I was, uh, I, hey, I didn't have any tattoos, but I did have, like, I was, I'm pretty sure I had, like, an, like the same necklace on, right. wearing yeah. the same shorts, wearing the same, and I just, I mean, I'm not, I didn't look that different, just shaving. If anything, I looked younger. So if anything, he looked at me and was like, dude, you're definitely not 21 now. Right, right. <laughs> you didn't just now become it. The, uh, yeah, I mean, I love, I like, I just, I want to know more about the specifics. Like, Who's on the run? And it was like, bro, I really got to show this guy cooking this risotto. It's, it is, it is on point. And, you know, he's like, oh, I got to have so gobble ghoul. I mean, <laughs> he needs to get a cooking show in the, in the pen. Like in, in prison, Joe, he no needs- doubt. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be the guy. There's not a whole lot to the story. I mean, you know, this is, uh, this is just. This is just an absolute joke. Like, how is the what brought you down wanting to post, you know, a video of Flavortown? <laughs> you know, like, I just can't imagine being like, yeah, so you're, you're on the run and you're like, he was bros. in the Caribbean is where he was caught. He was caught in the Dominican Republic. You he was probably there when I, yes. you sold him out. You sold him out. Bobby oh, did no. it. Bobby sold him out. <laughs> At first this bit was funny. Now it's like, oh shit. Now it's like, this is a little nervousing. <laughs> <laughs> Nerve wracking. Nervousing. Nervousing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I can't find the video of his show. It's, I'm assuming the feds took it down because that's definitely evidence in, in a crime, but we will was find it that. his skills though. Fugitives, Italian gangsters urge to show off his cooking skills has landed him in jail for. Was he so, just a host? He was just hosting, dude. Okay, even I it feel was, like that's even better it, now. It was it was our boy. It was our boy, uh, Mark Fren, Claude Barat, and uh, Paula Dean, dude. They were just <laughs> kicking it together. They were making some Italian fried chicken. <laughs> Oh, what a joke. What a joke. I just, you know, like I want to I want to know if he like looks like like a Tony Soprano type. I feel like no, he's hosting that show. He is the Italian Steve Harvey. 100%. May, same yeah. mustache, Italian Steve same Harvey. suit, but just But to super actually Italian. keep it but to actually keep it Sopranos, he may be like a Ralphie type where, you know, he was always you know, doing the cooking and shit. Like, I think it might be, I think, but he's looking more like, he looks more, he probably looks more like a big pussy kind of guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man. So, uh, so what are you in for? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was cooking uh, up a I was cooking up a good dish. Uh, eventually, we should do a we should do a series on the Sopranos. We might just need to do a whole other Sopranos podcast, bro. I've been been trying to pump this for fucking yeah. forever, bro. Idea only better thing an is HBO, if you said the Wire, an HBO <laughs> podcast, so we can do the Wire, we can do the Sopranos, can do that right there. Uh, take up four years of our time, right? Already locked in. I mean. You can do Oz. You can do. Yeah. Uh, you can do. I mean, I know you so sent me a text many. this week and I said, "Hey, I'm busy with work. We can't add any more to our plate." But now, but we're gonna do this HBO well, podcast see, for adding, sure. Adding out, adding to our plate. Uh, I mean, that's just that's just that's part of my plate. It's just <laughs> talking about the wire for yeah. four to six hours now a week. You get to do it in front of a mic, which you've already been doing as well. <laughs> I'm talking up here <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're gonna move into forget about it. We're gonna move into a little bit of pop culture. Uh, we're gonna try and stay away from. <laughs> spoilers but the falcon and winter soldier initial thoughts what do you think i like it yeah. i'm uh i'm i'm, I'm interested it's only six episodes right so uh, you asked me i don't know i was going off i, with think, they, I that think it's i think that it's only like six episodes yeah. so i mean the first two were a little slow yeah um it's, what and there might be some light spoilers so if you care about light spoilers turn away now what are your thoughts on the new or on but also spoilers. Also, close your ears yeah. because you, if you're turning away, it's not going to do anything for yeah. you. Uh, so go ahead. Spoiler. What are your thoughts on the new cap? Um, I'm intrigued to see. Like, I'm I'm not. I of see that a lot of people are process. immediately hating him, but I don't. No. I'm not of that thought process. I need to get to know him before I hate yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, that's that's my big thing. Am I going to hate him? Yeah. It seems like yeah. it. It seems like there's those little pieces. There are some people that hates him because of spoilers. He busts out a, a gun, uh, which yeah, Cap did as well. Yeah, in the first one. Yeah, absolutely. And also, dude is just a regular yeah. guy. People he's were not talking a about super on soldier. People were talking about it. Was like, oh, well, he's. I was like, dude, he's a normal dude fighting super. Like, he literally just has a shield. I think and he doesn't I, even have super strength. I think that he. I think that he absolutely wants to be a good cat, which I think is the yeah. biggest crups. I don't crux. think that he's like, biggest crux. I don't think he's like a secret Hydra agent or anything like that. No, I think that, the, I think that's the biggest crux yeah. to being Captain yeah. America is just the want now, to be Captain Now I will Captain say America. that as someone who's read the comics, I have a small, that this, uh, what's his name? John Walker. I will say that, that he event that that yeah. character, John Walker eventually becomes a character known as us agent who is a, the antithesis of cap and actually is a, not even anti-hero, an almost straight up bad guy where he's like right. a homicidal maniac. Now I, I don't think that, I think they're going to go away with it where maybe he, maybe, maybe I'm thinking maybe Zemo gets out and Zemo corrupts him like he did winter soldier. Right. Now, right. That would be where I think I, would be the best path for this story. Wise. Cause I love me some Zemo. I, I will say this. The dude is, I was, I mean, I, when they first showed him, in the suit he looked dumb. he looked really ugly like he was just like some like yeah. ugly guy I, thought, I literally when but i saw he looks a lot better say, without the mask i first on. saw the meme of just him in this outfit i thought it was like some dude at a cosplay invention yes but then i saw him exactly. the mask, like oh okay he's got like well, it was, it was a, a bad camera angle it was right weird. it was very bad it were down like 32 like, steps I mean, dude's got a chin but in that in that angle he looked like he had no chin at all he looked like he had no lips and yeah. uh, he was 98% chin, but he definitely yeah. looks different without the helmet. No wonder the on. moment that that battle was done, he took that thing off. He's like, hey, guys, I actually I, um, I, I'm beautiful. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I have a weird head structure for this rounded cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, I'm not that guy that's like, I hate him because he's not Chris Evans or Steve Rogers or whatever. And, you know, my feelings is 
I wasn't even a big fan of Cap when it was Steve Rogers. Yeah, man. like why I was like, that dude the captain of the team? Like I love Captain America just as a, as a general rule, but like yeah, like I said, this dude is outdated. He'd never even been into space until the final Endgame and movie. Le- leader, like, leader of the game, leader of the group has to be able to curse every once in a while. Language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I am I am excited. I hope that they they pump this up in the last uh, in the next four episodes. There was some good good action. Yeah, but I mean, minimalistically, yeah. I do hope because that second episode seemed like a lot more exposition, which I'm cool with. If it's a six, episode, we ha- it has to yeah. build, it's, it has which to means build that, for like, us. I, sure. they, they and I think my wife, my wife actually fell asleep during the second episode, which is fine. I get it. Megan like, falls asleep during everything. Yeah. It's not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but all right, let's move in. Uh, right now, we're calling this. It's still questions from the Internet. We might give this segment a new name. Maybe I'm thinking game time decision where we uh, we have a, a, a situation that we're going to talk about and give our input on. So here's this week's a stranger offers you $10,000 for every mile per hour you go above the speed limit for one week. It must always be the same, whether you're in school zone, a highway or whatever. If you get pulled over, you get $0. How much are you going above the speed limit? Now, just to for clear, you, you make the decision before, oh, I'm going five over, which means if it's a 75, you're going 80. If it's 60, you're going 65. If it's a 20 in a school zone, you're going 25 in that school zone. Um, so what, what is your, how fast are you going? Uh, five over, bro. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very conservative driver Me too. as is. And I, I normally would say nine cause I already like, I, I set my cruise control on nine miles an hour over the speed limit wherever I go. And, uh, but with what I'm, I'm still going to do nine. I'm just going to avoid school zones. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown I generally don't drive through school zones as yeah. a, as a general rule. First of all, I don't drive at all. Like yeah. I could literally go all week, and I'll—I mean, I guess the, really based off the question, all I have to do is at least drive once. Yeah, and then just Uber everywhere because the money you're spending on Uber, you're going to get back. I'm just going to drive fifty thousand dollars. I'm going to drive. I mean, Uber everywhere again. I don't go anywhere, yeah. Bobby. I don't go need. I don't even need to Uber somewhere. I'm just going to drive around the neighborhood and go like thirty-five in the neighborhood. And then drive back home because that's literally all that I do in the week. I don't even ha- I, I yeah. buy gas like once a month now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the biggest question is how ballsy are people? Because I'm not very ballsy when it comes I'm to not. this. Yeah. I mean, even even the I know money my wife is would be great. like, oh, wait, you guys aren't already going 25 over. The money is great or whatever. But like, dude, just the hassle of getting pulled over. is just too yeah. much for me. Money yeah. or no money. I don't want to get pulled over just because, I mean. Who wants to deal with that? Yeah. Like, you know, cops having a bad day. Traffic he says, a bitch. He says, I, I, uh, you know, I salted him. And, you know, maybe I threw a packet of salt at the guy or not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, you know. But no, I mean, I'm just, you know. Yeah. I'm just not a, I'm not just not mention, a dangerous like, guy. Listen, $50,000 is a large amount of money just 000. for drive. Right, right. 50000 Yeah, I mean, that's like. You know, that's that's not chump change. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested in it, but only for to a to a level. So, you know, like where like I'm doing what I normally yeah. this do. This is one of the things you can't get greedy on this. Right. Get greedy, I mean, you get nothing. You're right. You get real greedy and then you catch a, you know, uh, like a vehicular homicide uh, type of situation and then boom, no money, obviously, but then also jail time. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't get it pulled over with a vehicle homicide, so you still get the money because it's not pulled over if you're Ooh. already like on. Because now, yeah. you, if you because you, you got to go ahead because you got if you're going to do vehicle homicide, you got to make sure you're going like ninety over to pay for all the court costs and still have some money afterwards. Sure, I mean you know you got nine hundred grand, bro. Rich people get away yeah. with things all the time. You yeah, know? that's no that's no problem. I mean you're going to spend most of your money 
on the lawyers and yeah. such. But I mean, George Bush's wife did. Well, yeah. there's a lot of long term, uh, long term wealth building there yeah. that kind of yeah. comes into play. So, <laughs> but all right, a uh, quick teaser for next week. Uh, we saw this uh, on uh, a, a podcast up north above the border called The Broadcast, uh, a good little hockey podcast. They on Twitter they asked a question: best individual record in sports. Um, so we're going to do a quick, I think we talked about it. We texted about it, we texted but, a little but, bit and then, but next week we're actually going to do a ranking where it'll probably be a, either top five, or top 10 consensus ranking personally. And I need to look at some other ones, you know, not looking at these weird, you know, unique, like, Oh, this one time, this high schooler kid, you know, I think there was one person said like this high school kid had like a uh, yeah. hundred goals no, in a season. I would say professional college, you know, high yeah. level college. If we want to. But, but but I, yeah, I don't, I don't Kyle like Ripken's Ironman is, is so wild to me. It is uh, it is uh, amazing to me as well. Don't get me wrong; that's probably one of the one of my top two. But I just feel like not. I'm not again. I want to be very clear with how I say this. Anybody can go and play on the field. Not saying Cal Ripken's a bad player, but I mean, not we, anybody. We apparently, Baltimore, but like, you call Cal Ripken a punk bitch. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. If like, he wants to come call no if, he, for you. if he wants to square up on it, dude. I got I had a I had a guy in Baltimore call me uh, you know, call me nephew. So I'm pretty much locked into the streets uh, yeah. up there. So it, yeah. I I would imagine that this guy that called me nephew had no clue who Cal Ripken was. So <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say on the matter, but I just I'm personally I don't think that there's any record better than Gretzky's points record. Yeah. I just uh, the thing is, like, it's so it's unbeatable. So it's so it, it's almost as unbeatable as Cal Ripken's Ironman streak, except for the fact that it's like the main aspect of the game. You know, that's yeah. that's what's that's what tips it over the edge to me. I mean, baseball's a ridiculous game. I mean, 162 games a year—that's a whole bunch of games. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm, I want to be very clear with my with my saying that it's not the, but just. The the most the ridiculous Iron Man levels, you know that that Cal Ripken got to, is blown out of out of the water to me by Wayne Gretzky's points level. Like yeah. if you just look at the graph of like you know where he's at in relation to games played and point, it's not even there's not even anybody in his realm of closeness. So yeah. No, yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely wild. Let's move into what are you binging? Uh, I'll, the second season of Solar Opposites came out. Have you have you seen season one? I saw most of season one. I want to say very, it was it, good. It's good. I, I, I the wall episodes are my favorite. I don't know if you got far enough in the season to watch the wall. I don't know. It's very good, but season two is freaking hilarious. Yeah, dude. that's good. Uh, it's better than season one, and I, I'm excited to keep watching. I I was gonna binge it, but I was just too tired. I'm almost 100% that I've done this one before, but I've got Stephanie into it, so I'm going to bring it up again. Mr. Robot, dude. Is that the guy? Uh, Rami Malik. Oh, yeah. wait. Okay, yeah, yeah, you've done this one. I was thinking it was the one with Joaquin Phoenix, and he's got the tape recorder that he fucks? Yeah, no, I haven't seen any uh, any tape recorder sex as of recently. I have no idea. Uh, I think you're, maybe you're talking about Joker? The Joker? <laughs> Uh, okay um yeah so mr robot it's the one with rami malik and uh christian slater uh so it is uh it is super good i will talk it up again yeah uh i just looked it up it's the movie's called her 
really i didn't watch it first off but i saw the previews pretty much uh ai writes letters for people i think and he falls in love with it and he puts it into a tape recorder and he falls in love with the tape recorder i don't know if they actually fuck but i mean but it's walking phoenix so yeah yeah, they did they definitely did yeah um anyway so uh presidente or as they call it in the dr dominican water it's the like i said many times it's the only beer on the island and i drank a shit ton of it and anytime i wanted to get any liquor drinks they make them so strong and what i did was uh, I took my 36 ounce tumbler and when I went before I get in the pool, I go up to the bar and they, I would either ask for a presidente. So they fill up my whole 36 ounce uh, of of tap uh, presidente or they give me my goon base match, which is, a, which is a, just a bunch of rum. Uh, so, yeah, I was getting uh, pretty shit faced on some presidente there. Yeah, I've been drinking uh, what we call American water, just beer, <laughs> just general domestic beer. Uh, yeah. Nothing special. Uh, you you taught you, you just tossed me some beef eater, so that's probably going to be in the uh, old realm of possibility v- real real soon. But um, but yeah, nothing special. Just been been drinking some just some good old classic American burr. Nice. All right, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right, I've only got one this week, uh, and I was pretty irritated about it. Let me gamble my money wherever I am, whenever. Agreed. It's wild that we live in a world where I can't just decide what I want to do with my own money. If listen, it was bad enough when I like I had to when I flew through Baltimore. I was like, all right, but then like when I found I, I saw that the DR allows gambling. But I would have had to download a whole new like DraftKings isn't even there. I'd have to download yeah, there, and that seems like a lot. And man. I ain't down. I ain't downloading no sports book outside of regulatory. Yeah, regulatory commission. That seems like the kind of thing it's it's like I can win, uh, but I may not be getting that it's money. Like, bro, we we enjoy gambling because it's just like a fun thing to do because yeah. we also enjoy sports. Like, bro, like I ain't trying to risk my whole livelihood yeah. to like like I'm not an addict. Like I need to gamble. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you though. Like, it's amazing that we could be, if you live in Clarksville, you can drive 30 minutes north and then you are, you cannot gamble anymore. And you know, that's But you could go to a casino. To me. Right. I mean, it's but just But only if it's in a certain spot. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, we, it's weird to me that we, you know, land of the free, home, home of the, yeah. you know, not gamblers. <laughs> so we, we, need, we need some brick and mortar casinos here in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. What do you got? Uh, the, I mean, just for my sports answer, blame it on the ref crowd. It's, you know, uh, this time of year around the, you know, the, around tournaments and it, there's always a couple that, you know, there were people that were saying, well, Florida state's not able to win because they, you know, because the refs are giving it to Michigan. Like, bro, did you watch Florida state play basketball? Like, even if there was no calls, they were not winning. Like, yeah. They were playing terribly, to and be, they were fouling yeah. on top of it all. To like, be fair, Tim Peel with that Preds game made it hard for us to not sometimes blame the refs. Sure, sure, but but there is but my opinion of things are refs never lose you the game. There's always something you could do yeah. better to win you the game. Like I'm not saying that they're not bad refs. I'm just saying that the refs you can't blame the refs. No, uh, sure for any win or loss, really, yeah. in my opinion. All right. Uh, I think you got one more. Yeah, I actually have an anti snap my snaps my stick. I was uh, I actually put on my snaps my stick a couple weeks ago, setting up a new phone. 
Uh, well, I guess it's because I haven't set up or got a new phone since, uh, since Vietnam. I had no idea that, you know, used to back in my day, (laughs) back in my day, they just transferred your phone numbers and now they basically just make the new phone, your old phone. Yeah. So, which was a lot easier than I expected. So this is an anti snaps, my stick. I, uh, I recant my previous snaps my stick, and uh, I'll take the appropriate lashes that yep. come along with it. Sounds good. But all right, everyone, uh, we will see you, I guess, uh, in a couple of days for the uh, for the uh, for the fantasy show. Uh, join us next week, and uh, peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.